Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, we made it to Friday. It is my favorite day of the week as we have everything in front of us. A full college football card on Saturday, full Sunday NFL card, and we even got some college games tonight that we like. So a lot of college football talk in just a moment. But before we get there, let's reflect on last night quick. We go two and two, not the greatest day. Uh, the juice, we lose $18.20 on that two and two card. We did hit the NFL play. So now we are 20 and 15 with a 57.1% winning percentage on the National Football League. Uh, Jacksonville kind of executed the game plan we expected. Very happy to see that. Uh, the Jags were the safer play. The under gave us an, an ulcer there late. A few too many points in the fourth quarter, but uh, we got it done. Stayed under the total and we cashed the ticket. Uh, Major League Baseball frustration was early on. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels get up 5 nothing in the first inning against Texas, and it slowly slips away, and ultimately they even lose the game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 2-2, two and two, lost $18.20, and now we move on to the college football card. So here it is. Without further ado, our full college football card. We're going to go back to the top, and uh, for those of you that listen to the podcast, you know most of these plays. If you want to learn about the system plays, you go back to the Monday podcast. If you want to learn about the early release plays, you go back to the Tuesday podcast. System plays, first and foremost. Our system is 2-0 this year on college football. Once again, we will always be betting a home favorite that is unranked when they are hosting a ranked opponent. It is 2-0 year to date, and we have two plays this week once again. The first play being LSU, we locked in at minus four over Auburn. It's dropped to three and a half. We unfortunately have it at the four number. Then we have Wisconsin, minus one over Michigan. That game is now minus two at most books. Some are still one and a half, but we have Wisconsin, minus one over Michigan. So LSU and Wisconsin, your two system plays for the week. Then your early release plays. Notre Dame and Cincinnati over the 50 and a half. Our computer model loves this game. The simulation is coming up over 60, over 50% of the time on this football game. So our computer model really is liking Notre Dame and Cincinnati over the 50 and a half. Eastern Michigan and Northern Illinois over 62 and a half. Well, the numbers going the opposite way here. This line has actually dropped to 60. We unfortunately have it locked in at 62 and a half. So you can get some good line value if you want to play this game now over the total at uh, 60 between Eastern Michigan and Northern Illinois. But our play for the podcast was locked in at 62 and a half. Next up, South Carolina and Troy. We got it at under 45 and a half. I think Vegas got this line wrong, at least in my opinion. It opened at 47 and a half. It has dropped all the way to 43. So the 45 and a half we got, you're probably not going to find anymore because the total is currently at 43. But for the podcast, once again, we have South Carolina and Troy under the 45 and a half. Next up, Nebraska Northwestern. We're at the under 50. It opened at 52 and a half. We got it at 50, and now it's bounced back up to 51 and a half. So once again, you can pick up a, probably about a point and a half of line value right now if you're still to play that play. Then we played Air Force minus 10 and a half at New Mexico. This one opened at minus seven. We got it at 10 and a half. And now it looks like at most books, it's up to 11 and a half. I still would lean to Air Force at that number. I think they win by two plus touchdowns and we win the bet comfortably, but you've lost about a, a point of line value since we got it in on Tuesday. 
Next up, Army. We got it at minus seven over Ball State. This one kind of opened at nine, dropped to seven for us, and now it's bounced back up to nine. Once again, for the podcast, we have Army minus seven. And then our last early release play we gave you was Central Florida minus 15 and a half over Navy. This one opened at 14. We got it at 15 and a half, and now it's steamed up to 16 and a half. So you're probably going to be giving that number if you don't have the bet in yet. So there's your two system plays and your seven early release plays. Now, without further ado, let's get to the rest of the college football card. We start tonight with Tulsa and Houston. The Cougars, three and one straight up, two and two against the spread. They lost 38-21 to Texas Tech. Very impressive win at Rice, 41-7. Beat Grambling State, 45-0. And then had an ugly win against Navy, 28-20. Meanwhile, the Golden Hurricanes, one and three straight up, two and two against the spread. They lost to UC Davis in the first game, 1917. Beat Oklahoma, or lost to Oklahoma State, excuse me, 28 to 23 in week two. Then had the game at uh, the Horseshoe against Ohio State, where they lose 41 to 20. And then last week, we bet on them and they didn't cover against Arkansas State. It was 41 to 34. And I still go back to that game. They had double the yards against Arkansas State and only won by seven. But I like Tulsa in this spot, back to back home games. They're going to be well rested after those tough road games early. I think the Golden Hurricanes make the statement tonight, I'm not worried about the hook. Yeah, the hook may come into play, but I'm willing to lay the three and a half, and we'll play Tulsa tonight against Houston. Next up, it is Iowa and Maryland. Maryland, 4-0, three unders versus competitive teams. Uh, they beat Kent State 37-16, to beat Illinois 20-17, to and beat West Virginia 30-24. to so they've been averaging 48 points a game in those games that were against competitive competition. Meanwhile, Iowa, 4-0, four unders. They beat Indiana, 34-6, beat Iowa State on the road, 27-17, beat Kent State, 30-7, and had a less than impressive victory over Colorado State, 24-14. So they've been averaging 39 points per game in their games. You kind of see where I'm going with my commentary here. The total's 47 and a half. Iowa has yet to play a game that hit that number. Iowa has the better D. They have a better defense than Illinois that held Maryland to 20 points. So let's play the under and hope the paint dries slowly in this one. We're going Maryland and Iowa under the 47 and a half. Next up, we go UCLA and Arizona State. The Sun Devils, three and one, straight up, two and two against the spread. They beat Southern Utah, 41 to 14, beat UNLV, 37 to 10, lost at BYU, 27 to 17, and then had a very impressive victory over Colorado, 35 to 13. Meanwhile, the Bruins are three and one straight up and against the spread, beat Hawaii, 44 to 10, had the very impressive win over LSU, 38 to 27 was upset by Fresno State, 40 to 37, and then bounced back with a nice win last week at Stanford, 35 to 24. I think Chip Kelly's gonna be ready. There's no look ahead expected for the Bruins since they have the cupcake in Arizona on deck. The Bruins will take care of business and I'm gonna play them minus the three against the Sun Devils. Next up on our card, it is Memphis minus 11 over Temple. Memphis three and one straight up, two and two against the spread. They beat Nichols State 42 to 17, one at Arkansas State 55 to 50, 
beat Mississippi State 31-29, and then had the letdown last week against UT San Antonio 31-28. Meanwhile, the Temple Owls are 2-2 two and two straight up, 1-3 and three against the number. They got pounded by Rutgers in their opener, 61-14, beat Akron 45-24, lost 28-3 to Boston College, and beat Wagner 41-7. Memphis is averaging 39 points per game. Temple only scored 17 points combined in their two losses. I'm willing to lay the number and look for a bounce back in a very good Memphis Tiger football team. Next up, we go California and Washington State. The Bears are one and three straight up, two and two against the spread. They lost 22 to 17 to Nevada, lost 34-32 at TCU, beat Cal State Sacramento 42 to 30 and lost at Washington in overtime, 31 to 24. Meanwhile, the Cougars are one and three straight up, one and three against the spread. They lost to Utah State, 26-23, beat Portland State, 44 to 24, lost 45 to 14 at USC, and lost 24 to 13 at Utah last week in a hard fought battle. Cal could easily be four and zero though, instead of one and three. I can't say the same for Washington State. Cal even outgained Washington last week in the OT game, 500 or 457 yards to 326. I think Cal gets the dominating win this week, and they cover the seven and a half against Washington State. And then on our final game of our college football card, we stay with chalk. We're very chalky this week. There's no doubt about it. Uh, it is Florida minus seven and a half over Kentucky. The Wildcats are four and zero year to date, three and one against the spread. They beat Louisiana Monroe 45-10, beat Missouri 35-28, beat UT Chattanooga 28-23, and won at South Carolina 16-10. No one on their resume to me has a good offense, though. Meanwhile, the Gators are 3-1 straight up, 2-2 two two against the spread. They beat Florida Atlantic 35-14, beat South Florida 42-20, lost 31-29 to Alabama, and beat Tennessee very impressively. 38 to 14. With Vandy on deck for Florida, there's no reason to be looking ahead. The Gators stood toe to toe with the best team in the swamp. They even outgained Alabama in that game, if you remember right. That tells me enough. Lay the points on the Gators. So there you go. There's your college football card. We already gave you the system plays, we gave you the early release plays. Let's recap the ones we just gave you for tonight. It is Tulsa minus three and a half over Houston. In the battle of 4-0 teams between Maryland and Iowa, we're staying under the 47 and a half. And then on Saturday, we have another four games for you. It's UCLA, minus three against Arizona State. Memphis, minus 11 over Temple. California, minus seven and a half over Washington State. And Florida, minus seven and a half over Kentucky. Wow. That is six additional games on top of the nine we already had. So we have 15 college football games in action here in the next two days. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and thankfully, I stayed away from the Miami Hurricanes last night. And I would have probably played the over in that game. Um, and that would have been a heartbreaking uh, loss with a missed field goal at the very end. But uh, yeah, very excited about the college football card here in the next two days. But we also have baseball. And our rule today and the final three days of the season is we are only going to play the games with the playoffs on the line the rest of this week. Uh, we're done playing games where neither team has anything to play for. We want to focus on the games 
where something is being played for that we can have a better pulse on. So we're going to start with Boston and Seattle. Oh, excuse me, Boston and Washington. Uh, Boston and Seattle, by the way, are tied for second uh, in the AL wild card. Toronto's only one game out. So basically the three teams that we're going to be looking at are three games the rest of the way are going to be Boston, Seattle, and Toronto. That's what we're going to be focused on. Game one, though, is Boston and Washington under the nine and a half. Josh Rogers goes for Washington. His five starts in September, 2.77 ERA. Eduardo Rodriguez goes for Boston, 3.96 ERA in September. But that includes a terrible outing against Tampa Bay, giving up six runs in three and two-thirds innings. He's giving up two or fewer runs in five of his last starts. Boston has lost five of six games. They've averaged 3.1 runs per game in those six games. Meanwhile, the Nationals just got done hitting in Colorado, and they only averaged 3.6 runs per game in the thin air. So all signs to me point to Boston and Washington tonight under the nine and a half. Next up, we're going with the Mariners, minus one and a half against the Angels. We get this on the plus side at plus 125. Marco Gonzalez goes for Seattle. He's 9-1 and one with a 3.46 ERA in 17 career starts against the Halos. He's 1-0 and oh with a 2.84 ERA in his two starts this year. He has a 2.69 ERA since the All-Star break. I like Gonzalez. Meanwhile, Jose Suarez goes for L.A. He has a 4.81 ERA since the All-Star break. He has a 4.43 ERA in three games against Seattle this year. Seattle has won four in a row. They're nine and one in their last 10. They're red hot. They might be the team of destiny. Meanwhile, the Angels are three and seven in their last 10. So let's go to the Mariners, minus the one and a half tonight on the plus side at plus 125. Then we'll wrap up our baseball card north of the border again, where Baltimore goes to play Toronto. And we're going to play the over 10 in this one. It is a bullpen day for Baltimore. Looks like Connor Green is going to be the opener. The Orioles bullpen isn't deep enough after using most of the good arms in two or three games against Boston. So I expect Toronto to score some runs today. Meanwhile, Toronto starts Stephen Matz. He only lasted three innings of his last start against Minnesota. Meanwhile, his last time out against Baltimore, he gave up five runs in six innings. And oh, by the way, that was the 22 to seven win for Toronto. I don't expect 29 runs this time around, but I do, do expect 11 or more. So we cash the over. So it's going to be Toronto and Baltimore over the 10. Your three-pack for baseball, let's recap it one more time. We have Boston and Washington under the nine and a half. The Mariners minus one and a half against the Angels, plus 125 on that play. And then Toronto and Baltimore going over the 10. That's a whole lot of talking today. 15 college football games, three baseball games, 18 games you can put in action. Remember, we manage the bankroll here. Every play is always going to be for $100. We don't waver. We don't double up on games either. So we don't do a total plus a side play on the game. We don't do a first half combined with a total. We want to keep our maximum exposure on any single game to $100 because it's gambling. We're going to lose 45% of the time, almost guaranteed. So we're just playing the 55% angles and let's don't get too greedy, okay? So as always, remember, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.